Hello, and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am Anthony Livingston Hall. My family held a reunion over the recent Easter holiday weekend. One of the highlights was supposed to be a tribute to my dearly departed parents as part of the Good Friday service. Of course, if you happen to listen to the Good Friday Sermon, which I posted on my podcast earlier that day, it will not surprise you to learn that my abiding apostasy precluded me from attending that service. But a funny thing happened when all were assembled to pay homage to God and tribute to my parents. The skies opened, rain fell, thunder rolled, and lightning struck. And then the power went out. God had spoken. There will be no broadcast of that tribute in my house. <laughs> Those who know of my parents' lifelong devotion to him will no doubt find this divine but clearly wrathful intervention odd. But I fear my role as the author and narrator of the tribute might have had something to do with it. Except that, in a show of resourcefulness that made us all proud, my niece Ava took to the pulpit and delivered an impromptu tribute in the dark that lit up the church. Even so, it is with the exhortation and blessing of Ava's mummy Alice, who organized this year's reunion, that I hereby share that tribute as was intended. I am one of 15 children of the late Reuben and Olive Hall Sr. And so you might think paying tribute to our parents on behalf of all of my siblings would be like building the Tower of Babel. <laughs> but it's a testament to the way they raised us that nothing could be further from the truth. Because, despite our differences, and Lord knows there are many, we have always agreed that the good Lord blessed us with the best parents any child could ever hope for. Of course, many of you know their love story and not least how religiously they took God's admonition to be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> and so, I shall suffice to share that their adventure began on the island of Providentialis in the Turks and Caicos Islands, but it soon took them through several islands in the Bahamas before they settled in Freeport Grand Bahama with the 15 children they raised along the way in tow. 
By the same token, many of you also know that all along the way, our parents were as devoted to and guided by the teachings of Jesus Christ as any husband and wife could possibly be. The interesting thing about that, however, is that two proverbs come to mind, but none of them can be found in the book of Proverbs or anywhere else in the Bible. The first is, don't judge a book by its cover. The second is, nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors. And I can synthesize both by noting that children not only know a lot more than parents realize, but they judge in ways parents would be well advised to appreciate. So just imagine the lessons ours had to learn as the parents of 15. Which brings me to what we loved and now miss so much about them. Because judging our family by its cover, I know many people got the impression that we had really strict parents whose religious devotion stifled our freedom and happiness. Yes, they were strict, and in ways that many of you know all too well. But what you may not know is that they were also parents who were so progressive that they sent three preteen daughters away from home in Abaco to Nassau, two teenage sons away from home in Freeport to Florida, and yet another teenage daughter even further away from home in Freeport all the way to New York City, all to get a better education. Parents who were so liberated that mummy was the one who managed family finances, so much so that even daddy had to go to her for pocket money, just like the rest of us. And, by the way, her management was fine, unless you were the one she sent to the grocery store, as this invariably meant being embarrassed at the cash register because she failed to give you enough money to cover the grocery list yet again. <laughs> of course, I suppose the lesson she was teaching us is that you had better save a little of that pocket money she gave you if you did not want to be embarrassed. Her parents who were so supportive, they thought nothing of mortgaging our home to help one son fund his business enterprises. Parents who were so much fun that every public holiday was an occasion for a day at the beach, complete with food and activities that put today's beach outings to shame. Parents who were so committed to family rituals and gatherings that every Sunday dinner 
was as special and festive for us as Thanksgiving dinner is for other families. And parents who were so principled, disciplined and ethical that the love, respect and trust mummy showed daddy set an ideal example for their daughters, both as women and wives. Likewise, the way daddy showed mummy the same in return, while also being the best provider and greatest protector, set an ideal example for their sons, both as men and husbands. I could go on, but above all, they were also parents who loved and cared for us so unconditionally that none of us ever doubted for one second that we were the most loved and special children in the world. But I trust you can readily see why being a child of these two amazing people has been both a blessing and a curse. Because it was hard enough trying to honor our parents in life, knowing that no matter how much we pooled resources and talents, we could never fully convey, in deeds or thoughts, our love and gratitude. But trying to pay tribute to our parents in death, who each of us has now deified in our own way, is simply impossible. We have tried to carry on seamlessly, but nobody should be surprised that the death of our parents caused a gaping hole that has left our family sorrowful and rudderless in equal measure. As still, coming full circle, they raised us to know better than to question the Almighty. But even Jesus had his doubting Thomas, and so our parents had their doubting Tony. And I shall question until my dying day why God took our mummy away so soon. Yet we pray every day that our parents are enjoying the everlasting life he promised, which began for mummy on November 13, 1999 and for daddy on January 18, 2006. And so, to our beloved parents, on behalf of your beloved children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, please know that your memory remains a blessing and that we miss you more than words can say. God bless you 
and rest in peace.